0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Steel City Blitz Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. And this is our annual predictions, prognostications, things that are likely to go really, really wrong from what we say type show. Um, We're happy to have you with us. We're very disappointed that our British uh, colleague, uh, one Ellie Finnerty, can't be here. She was supposed to be here to answer for her peanut butter whiskey thing um that you may have heard on a more recent episode uh, but but she was quite busy tonight and uh and couldn't attend and we're bummed and uh so we're probably going to slander her numerous times over the next 45 minutes um ben i, I did want to get to you though real quick uh you sent some pictures to us of what's going on out in your neck of the woods and uh Blade Runner is the best way to describe the look in the sky out there. Um, how, how close are these wildfires to where you're at? Well, uh-huh. uh, M- must not be that close. <laughs> no, up they're, here,
1: they're not. Um, it, it, yeah, the the. Do oh. you recall the scene from the Blade Runner sequel when he was going out into the desert and there was all that smoke and haze everywhere? It's Absolutely. like that. Yeah, it's. I mean, basically, I always wondered what nuclear winter would look like, and and this is probably it. Um, It's lowered the temperature by about eight or ten degrees every day from where it was supposed to be. Uh, The sun, you can't really see it, Mm -hmm. but it does um, it does brighten up the smoke that's up there above us. Turns into Mm -hmm. a nice orange color. So it's a little weird, uh, but uh, yeah, the fires are are probably—I don't know—from from where I work, which is much closer to where the fires are. We're uh-huh. probably talking about you know four or five miles.
0: That, that, that's um, not a real big distance, though.
1: It's not a huge distance, yeah. but you know, we're not apparently in any imminent danger. The mm-hmm. the um, communities that are further south of us. Haven't been evacuated yet. The communities that are closer to the fires, right? So apparently they think they have enough of a, a, a control of them that they're not evacuating those communities. I'm not super concerned about it that, and mm-hmm. I, you know, I work in a concrete building, so I'm not <laughs> <super> <laughs> real concerned about it burning down. Yeah. Um, although the the smoke today was a concern from a health standpoint. It got Definitely. so thick, it got so thick that, that it was literally smoky inside today. So they shut oh, us down about 11 a.m and but yeah it's uh yeah it's been uh, a little weird it's it's been odd man at 2020 i I mean what's what's the next thing with 2020 i I just i never know what's going to be around the corner this this year has been so weird and so hard and so anxiety filled mm -hmm. you know thank god football season's here
0: oh my god i i know it it uh uh, uh it just it couldn't have come at a better time quite frankly um ian you're not dealing with uh any of those type of issues uh in the commonwealth but uh, nevertheless how are things
2: going for you good very good we are excited to not only have nfl football back but also high school football back uh on friday night is uh the first games of the year oh so sweet, sweet yeah it's ex- it's exciting um a lot of teams are uh broadcasting their stuff online through various outlets so i was just going through collecting some links to put in our whip your games of the week post which will be up tomorrow morning um so if people want to find their alma mater's game online we'll have links for that outstanding yeah we uh
0: we get up and running next week uh that since we've been reinstated so we've We've got one more week to go, and then uh, our, our Friday nights will be uh, under the lights, as they say. Michigan's um, been
1: reinstated. Is that what you're saying? They
0: have, they have. We we got reinstated a week ago today, um, and and our kids had kind of been practicing a couple days a week, just you know, in hopes, kind of almost spring ball, but in the fall kind of a thing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, got reinstated, and um, it, it's been kind of a crazy week you know some schools are still struggling with whether or not to play because they don't have enough kids kids have gone on to other sports or other things and it's it's just a weird weird time but uh i'm I'm glad we're we're getting the opportunity to do it so um all right guys tonight's the night we have to give our predictions on the pittsburgh steelers 2020 season um record predictions what we think that uh, they'll ultimately do should any of us believe that they will make the 2020 postseason which of course now does feature an extra team it's seven teams this year instead of the six that it had been since what 1990 I think Um, so we'll we'll take a look at that we'll take a look at uh, you know any any ongoing issues right now that the Steelers may have heading into the Giants game we'll talk a little bit about that and of course um kind of run through uh just the 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 rest of the division and stuff and and rest of the league and everything else so um do either of you uh are are you dying to go first to give your prediction do you want me to do it what what, how do do you want to do this
1: go ahead ian (laughs) all right
0: (laughs) sure uh what do you what do you want me to tackle first Ian, I want to know where you have the Steelers finishing uh, in terms of their overall record right now.
2: Oh boy, um, I'll say eleven and five. Um, eleven and five. I think, yeah, I, I think the they're they're good enough with their schedule to probably go twelve and four. They'll they always seem to find a way to, to you know <laughs> lose a random game. Yeah, um, but you know they're definitely at least a 10 win team um i i think 10 if if ben is healthy and normal 10 wins is their floor um uh, you know I, I really can't see them Mm-hmm. Lower than they're definitely not lower than eight wins if Ben's is if Ben is healthy, um, but I think given the schedule, it's probably around ten. Um, but I think they they find a way to to win games too. Really, the way the schedule sets up for them, the second half of the year after the bye week is relatively easy. Um, they have a pretty tough stretch right before the bye week. But do. um they they should be able to win some of those games and build some momentum too. And really, you know, everyone's talking about Kansas City and Baltimore, but like what what about Pittsburgh? You know, Ben's coming back healthy. We only lost one starter on defense who is the nose tackle. Um, plus we get Stefan to it back. Um, I mean, this team is is loaded at every position, and they've pretty much gone all in to win this year. Seems um, like it. You know, yeah. so kind of just forget about the future enjoy this year and see what happens and with seven teams making the playoffs only the number one seed is going to get a buy so yeah. there's really not a distinct difference between other than playing a home game being a division mm-hmm. champion mm-hmm. versus a wild card but if there's not fans in the stands playing it at home doesn't necessarily have a distinguishable difference either no. um in terms of a home field advantage with crowd noise or anything like that so um you know, they, they can absolutely go on the road and win, um, in the playoffs Yeah, and yeah. I, I think they're, they're good enough to, to make a deep run. I would say, you know, I would say this team is good enough to make the AFC championship game. Mm-hmm. Um, and really at that point, anything can happen, right. You know, I mean, we've seen, yeah, yeah. You, you know, anything can happen once you get to the playoffs. Um, I, I did a, Data analysis a couple of years ago of sort of the correlation between Pro Bowl players and, and record. And yeah. there is a correlation between number of Pro Bowlers and regular season record, but there is zero correlation between Pro Bowlers and playoff success. So um, it's it's really interesting that the playoffs are kind of a crapshoot and mm-hmm. the best teams usually rise to the top. But if you think about it, the Super Bowls we've won recently, we, we weren't the number one. No. no. Um, you know, so it's in the number one seeds don't always make it so it's uh it's Baltimore right exactly Baltimore hey you know the (laughs) AFC North quarterbacks have won 13 playoff games and Ben Roethlisberger leads the pack with 13 so (laughs) I'll just leave it at that um
0: okay so you've you you, so you think 11 and 5 10 and 6 okay
2: around, around that range is probably good I think I think Baltimore probably is a little bit ahead. I don't think Baltimore is fourteen and two anymore, but I'd say okay. Baltimore might be around a twelve and four type team, um, just because their offense is so much harder to game plan for on a on a one week basis to try mm-hmm. and come up with a plan to stop. Um, you saw Tennessee have success in the playoffs, but um, you know Tennessee pretty much knew if they they knew going into the playoffs they were the sixth seed that if they won their opening game they were going to baltimore so they had a little extra time to game plan for that too kind of knowing what their next destination was going to be so they came up with a good plan to stop baltimore's offense or at least slow it down and i think some teams may figure it out this year but i think you need a very distinctive defensive personnel set to be able to do it I I would agree with that, and I'll uh, I'll bring up Baltimore
0: uh, a little bit later. But but first, Ben, uh, what is what is your record uh, projection for the twenty twenty Steelers?
1: Twelve and four.
0: Whoa, whoa! Twelve and four. If Ben
1: is healthy, Uh their floor is ten wins. If he stays healthy, yeah. If Ben goes down and Rudy has to come in and be the quarterback again, you're looking at seven wins, eight wins and it really is that kind of a difference i mean you look back at the steelers offense last year the last eight games they scored 10 touchdowns that's ridiculous Mm -hmm. your offense has got to be able to do better you can't lose games when your defense gets five turnovers (laughs) you can't do that no that's ridiculous, and and that's that's how bad the quarterback play was last year. And I hate to put it all on the quarterbacks, but that's the truth. That that's the reality. Well, ultimately,
0: and, it was the reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah it
1: was. Um, yeah, they're they're an excellent team. They're loaded at defense. The Steelers, mm-hmm. um, offensively, they're not as loaded. Uh, we've got some some injury issues going into the year. Right now, we've got some mm-hmm. transition along the offensive line. It's gonna. Kind of make things a little dicey for a little while. I, I expect some sloppy play for the first month, but I expect them to do enough in the first month to come out with a solid record and, and finish the year at twelve and four. Um, yeah. As Ian pointed out, after the bye, it's a pretty easy stretch. So, okay, that's where I'm at, I don't see the Ravens as necessarily being much better than twelve and four. They may have finished at twelve and four. I have mm-hmm. them winning the division, but. You know it'll be that they're twelve and four and they got the tiebreaker, and they you know they edge the Steelers out or they finish thirteen and three. They're not yeah. that much better than the Steelers this year i I really don't believe that
0: yeah i I'm gonna go ten and six and and the only reason I'm going ten and six is because I think they're gonna go into the final week at Cleveland not really needing that game, and I think they'll be able to rest everybody, and it won't matter. Um, so I, I, what you're I think saying
1: I'm, is that Rudy will play quarterback and lose the game, huh?
0: Um, yes, yes, I am. I think that's exactly how Miles it plays Garrett out.
1: Will get his revenge.
0: Oh, for God's sakes! I, I, well, hey, according to Garrett, they, when he wants to sit down for a man-to-man what a talk. Douchebag, uh, just you know, let I, it I, go, I do, man. I,
1: I want to say something about yeah, that. Go All ahead to steal my thunder. It up, since yeah. you brought it up, okay?
2: Uh-huh.
1: Miles Garrett basically accused mason rudolph of being a vile disgusting human being yeah okay yeah if he lied that's a really shitty way to excuse your actions and if it's true then mason rudolph's a scumbag Mm -hmm. how do you sit down and reconcile that one guy is a fucking liar and or 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 the other guy's a scumbag there's no in between there there's no we can respect one another and have man-to-man conversation what a load of crap that's that is Garrett trying to save face and that makes me want to not believe him even more because it's a I, ridiculous I, assertion. It's ridiculous.
0: I'm with you. I I I thought the exact same thing when I when I saw that uh, article come out. I thought the exact same thing. Um th- this isn't the way it can go based on on what Miles Garrett has said. So um but yeah, we'll we'll definitely be addressing that come Browns Week. Um, but yeah, I, I think ten and six, eleven and five, I I agree with you guys. I think as long as Ben is healthy, um, there's definitely a floor there of about ten. Um as Ian pointed out, the Steelers always seem to find a way to drop a game that they probably should win, and then they probably win a game or two that they, you know, maybe look like they're losing. Um, you know, and, and I, my biggest question, Mark, is, is Ben, what you alluded to. You know, you're going to have a new tackle in, in Zach Banner at right tackle. David DeCastro is is not anywhere near 100%. In fact, right now it looks like he may not even go in week one. Um that that's a big concern for me, but you know, still, I think there's enough there. They'll be okay, um, and they'll be able to to get you know to to the postseason. Now, both of you kind of alluded to a little bit. And you know, in, in Ian, just to be clear, you have Baltimore winning the division. Yes. Okay. Um, I, I think Baltimore does also. I think they're going to be right around that thirteen and three mark. I think it's just too tall of order for the Steelers to to get to. Um, not that so they bad. can't. That and what,
1: Baltimore has an even easier schedule than Pittsburgh. They do
0: easiest in the league, absolutely. Yeah. And and we trust me. Preface, of course, th- those things change game by game as the season begins. We all know that, but as it yes. is on paper right now, they have the easiest schedule. Um, so that that's what I'm looking at, and and I, I just think that's that's where we are um, with with the Steelers in that regard. Um, now, Ian, as far as once they get in the playoffs you kind of thought you know a a, a run to the AFC title game is possible I I mean what has to happen though and and I'm gonna kind of throw a caveat in there everything returns to normal fans are allowed back to games Um, just just to throw that out there Um, where do you see the Steelers what do you see them doing in the postseason should they get
2: there I would say beat the AFC East champion Bills in the first round. Mm-hmm. Um and then That would be in Buffalo. That would be in Buffalo, yeah. yes. Um then maybe beat uh go to Baltimore, beat them, and then beat Kansas City in the AFC title. Wow, game.
0: that is a tall order. Whoa. Uh Ben, what's uh, what's your road look like if if you think they get that far? I I have been beating the Texans in the
1: first round and yeah. then beating the chiefs in the second round and then going to Baltimore and winning the AFC championship in the third round. Yeah. I, I have them going all the way through,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: but yeah, I'm I, not, not quite getting it done this
0: year. Right. Right. And I, you know, you, you try to be realistic. Obviously it's very difficult to take off black and gold colored lenses. At least it is for me at times. Um, I think they'll get through that first round game, uh, and I and I've kind of uh, envisioned also the Texans, um, or or maybe even um, uh, even the Titans, possibly. Um, but then I I just I struggle with them either going into Baltimore or into Kansas City and winning. They can, they've done it before, um, but it, it just right now I I don't know. But but yeah, that's that's what they're going to ultimately have to do. Uh, in order to to reach the Super Bowl, um, quick trip here, guys, through through some of the other divisions. I mean, who who did you have as your division winners, Ian, in the AFC?
2: I had Buffalo, Baltimore. I had a tough time with the South. I, I ultimately went with Tennessee because I think they improved a little bit from last year um, mm-hmm. over Houston, who I think got a little worse from last year. Um, and if you if you recall, you know, that was a pretty close division last year between yes. Houston, Tennessee and Indianapolis. So um, I think Indy got better too, but I still don't believe in them. <laughs> um, so I, I went yeah. with Tennessee to win the division. Um, but obviously, I mean, that's kind of a big caveat that Ryan Tannehill plays more the way he did last year and doesn't revert to Miami Dolphins, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Um, and uh you know that Derek Henry's able to stay healthy for them too, and then obviously Kansas City in the west um, with the the injuries that Denver just had, I thought Denver was oh. kind of the only oh. team that could potentially challenge them, um, but with the injuries Denver had losing Vaughn Miller for the season, Cortland Sutton looks like he might miss a few games mm-hmm. it's it's going to be another you know Denver will be lucky to get to seven and nine again this year.
0: Yeah, uh, I agree. I believe my division winners were the exact same, so I really don't need to say anything more about it. Uh, Ben, what did you have?
1: I have Ravens winning the AFC North. I have Mm -hmm. the Chiefs winning the AFC West. Mm -hmm. I have the Bills winning the AFC East, and I have the Texans winning the AFC South Yep, with the the Steelers, the Titans, and some – shitty AFC team that finishes eight and eight and doesn't deserve to be an NFC yeah, yeah, playoff seed. Yeah. <laughs> Being the seventh seed. And that'll probably be the Pats. That's my guess. Belichick will do just enough to keep his streak alive and finish eight and eight.
0: I, I can see it. Um I, I think, you know, whether or not Cam Newton, I, I don't know that I buy all this stuff with, with him and Cam Newton getting along like two peas in a pod. Uh, I I think as soon as something goes south there, then I think Belichick's got a problem on his hands. Um, I mean, I, I some of the press conferences I've seen Cam Newton have after losses, I, I you just wonder. Uh, but that that's just a gut feeling there. So I'm pretty much right, uh, on par with you guys, uh, in in terms of the AFC, and then uh, Ian in the NFC, and of course the Steelers play the NFC East this year. But uh, who are your division winners and playoff teams,
2: Ian, in the NFC? So the with the NFC East, I, it's really down between Dallas and Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, the Washington team is in shambles and <laughs> <the> directionless. Um, <laughs> Uh, Chase, Young? Chase Young and you know maybe Alex Smith comes back which will be a nice story and you know, yeah. if he comes back he, he may be the only one that could challenge Ben Roethlisberger for the you know comeback player of the year award um, and but you know the the Giants are still stuck in a Mentality that it's like 1991, and they need to run the ball and stock up on <laughs> big hulking defensive linemen to be able to win. Um, you know, Daniel Jones was better than Eli Manning, but he's still not great. Um, yeah. So really, it's down to the the Eagles and Cowboys, and those are two teams that just can't seem to get out of their own way. Like on mm-hmm. paper, they look like they should be really good teams, but for some reason, always wind up around like nine and seven, eight and eight because they just find ways to lose games. Yeah. Um, you know, Dallas on offense looks like they should be borderline unstoppable. And there at times in games they do, and then they just go into a shell for the whole second half and forget how to play football and wind up losing games. So yeah. I, I took the Cowboys to win because I have a little more faith in, in their ability to survive injuries on offense. Mm-hmm. Philly, Carson Wentz, I really liked him coming out of North Dakota yeah. State, but he's gotten injured a lot. And they have some big question marks at receiver, whereas Dallas has a pretty deep stable of receivers and a pretty decent backup in Pollard, um, who actually situationally was was a pretty good backup to Elliott last year. Mm -hmm. So I think Dallas just has more depth (laughs) offensively. Um, Defensively, they're both pretty bad. Um, So I don't I don't see. Either team, you know, pushing for the number one seed there, but I, I took Dallas by a nose. Um, okay. I took Green Bay to repeat in the North. I know a lot of people are picking Minnesota; as kind of a mm-hmm. trendy pick there. Um, but I, I think Aaron Rodgers is still good enough to win a few games for his team, um, and they Green Bay is really good on defense too. And, and they are—I think that makes a difference. Um, I took the Saints in the South; they're they're still the class of the division, and really, I mean. You want to talk about a team that has to go all in to win this year. I mean, if you talk about the Steelers being in trouble with the salary cap yeah. next year, the Saints are screwed. I mean, yeah. the Saints are the Saints were looking at being potentially 50 million over uh, <laughs> a cap of of 200 million. Um, wow. if the cap goes down to 175, they're looking at being 75 million over the cap. So they really have to go all in to win this year. Um, yeah. and then I took Seattle in the West. San Francisco is still good but I think that that curse of losing the Super Bowl kind of catches up with them a little bit and San Francisco is also an injury or two away from being a four and 12 team once again like they were when Garoppolo got injured two years ago so um, I yeah I I took Dallas Green Bay New Orleans and Seattle as my division champs and then as my wild cards Mm -hmm. uh, Minnesota Tampa and San Francisco um, just because I think I think with seven wild card teams San Francisco is probably good enough to at least yep. win 8 games as long as Garoppolo is healthy um and Tampa reminds me a lot of that Philadelphia Eagles team whenever they signed Mike Vick and all those guys and called themselves the dream team and then went eight and eight. Um but <laughs> this year, given that seven teams make the playoffs, eight, yeah. eight and nine and seven is probably good enough to make it and Carolina's not gonna be very good and Atlanta still has a defense that looks like the Maginot line. So <laughs> it's uh yeah, I, I can yeah. see Tampa getting to eight or okay. nine. Uh, yeah, OK. Uh,
0: uh, ben, what do you what do you got? NFC. I have the
1: Seahawks as the one seed, which I okay. really don't like, but they don't I don't think they have a very tough schedule. Yeah, I have the Saints as a two seed Packers as the three seed. Mm-hmm. The Eagles winning the NFC East. Wow. Well, you know, I, honestly, that's a coin flip.
0: Um, it is it was for me there's yeah.
1: nobody that good in that division that it's like it's a bunch of teams that are going to finish eight mate and, eight and close to that or close mm-hmm. to it mm-hmm. uh except for washington they're probably going to win four games maybe five yeah um i have the tom brady buccaneers as the five seed mm-hmm. i think they'll win nine or ten games um the Vikings coming in at the sixth seed, and then some eight and eight NFC team that doesn't deserve to be a playoff team. Yeah, uh, likely right. the Cowboys. They they always you know they flirt with that eight and eight record every year. It they sure like to go perfect five hundred ever since like ninety seven. So <laughs> you know why not just continue that trend?
0: Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, just just real quick, uh, Ben, what's your what's your Super Bowl matchup then? What what is your pick there for well, the Super
1: Bowl? you know the conference championships we were going to cover those Yeah. I have the Steelers beating the Ravens in yep. Ratland. Okay. In in the city of Ratland.
0: Which would be glorious.
1: It would be it would be fantastic. And I have the Saints beating the Seahawks. Wow. Okay. In the Super Bowl I have the Saints and the Steelers and I have the Saints winning. Wow. Yes, and then oh. and then Ben meaning me, I, I go ahead and I prepare for ritual seppuku after the game.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> With a frisbee? No. With a frisbee. Uh, that was, that was Ian, an old Ian, internet what, joke. What, what,
2: what did you have? Uh, I feel like uh, I'm, since I'm going after Ben here. I feel like I'm copying his homework, but I had uh Pittsburgh over Kansas city in the AFC championship. Okay. New Orleans over Seattle in the NFC championship. And then Pittsburgh over new Orleans in the super bowl, wow. because I just can't pick against the Steelers. That, that's I a see. Homer pick right there, it, buddy. It, it, it is. Yeah, it is. Well, but yeah, I, I, I can't, I, I can't pick against them. I get Maggie's it. Awake I get it. I, uh,
0: is. I have Kansas City over Baltimore in the AFC title game. I have, uh, I believe, Seattle over New Orleans in the NFC. And then uh, I think I have Kansas City beating Seattle in the Super Bowl. But, uh, you know, as these things go, who knows? All it takes is one injury, and, and the whole thing just completely changes and gets discombobulated and and. and who knows but um i just do want to remind everybody you're listening to the steel city blitz steelers podcast presented by deck roofing incorporated of south florida they are serving broward and the southern palm beach counties whether it's commercial residential multifamily or condos contact deck roofing incorporated oh. by visiting deckroofing.com um, I want to switch over to the obvious, which is the fact that the Pittsburgh Steelers have a game this coming Monday night. It's going to be a long weekend Steelers fans. Just, I'm just telling you right now, I, I can already see the 8 billion tweets. How long is this day going to be, especially on Sunday? And then again on Monday, it's going to be a long weekend. Okay. It just is, but find something to do. That's all I can tell you. Um, Ben, we were talking a little bit, uh today and and before the show started the the Steelers got some injury concerns here uh go ahead and and kind of address the the biggest one right now
1: well David DeCastro apparently isn't going to play he's got a knee injury that he's nursing and he's not it doesn't sound like he's going to be available this week so it is what it is as far as Deontay Johnson goes, it doesn't sound like his foot injury is all that serious. No. It was more, he was held out more, uh, more as a precaution, as I understand it today. So I'm not real concerned about that one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just, you know, what I'm hearing. Um, and I've, I've read a couple of the beats that seem to be echoing that same sentiment. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not real worried about it at this point. Um but, you know, you've also got transition at the right tackle spot where you've got Zach Banner starting. I don't want to call it a new position because he's played tackle before, but right. he's, he's start. He's a new starter there, and he's playing next to a player he's never played next to in, in yeah. Stefan Wisniewski, who's mm-hmm. actually, apparently going to start at right guard this week. So, you know, it's a little bit of a concern. Uh, on defense, they're solid. I mean, they – yeah. Know, Everything healthy, looks good. everything looks good. Um, they've got a guy back there in Cameron Sutton that can back apparently any position up, is what they're saying. Right. If anyone happens to go down, I can't imagine they would drop him in a strong safety, but apparently he knows how to play it if they needed mm-hmm. to. So, you know, it's it's all good. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm not super concerned about it, especially even if Deontay can't go. The, the dynamic ability of the the pass catching tight ends that mm-hmm. they have on that team right now is gonna more than make up for that. So I'm not I'm just not super concerned about that aspect of it. That and the Giants defense is awful. Um I know that the Giants offense is now coordinated by Jason Garrett and it and it's it's complicated and it's um, it'll be a bit of a challenge for the Steelers D which mm-hmm. is fine from my standpoint because it's in their early season game yeah it'll it'll be an opportunity for them to to work out some kinks um, but the Giants defense is is not good and it'll give Ben an opportunity to to shake off some rust I think Ben's gonna be rusty for two or three games I do too and it, it'll give him an opportunity to, to go against a, a not real good defense and maybe, you know, knock some of that rust off. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited about that aspect of it. I, I am not going to be super disappointed if, if the Steelers aren't real crisp, you know, week one, week two, week three. I'm not really going to worry about it too much.
0: No, I, I don't think any of us should be overly, uh, what, what do I want to say? No, we shouldn't really expect that anyway. And, um, you know, I think the Chiefs and the Texans, you know, what I've seen of that game, eh, both teams look okay. But, um, you know, they're, they're, yeah, there's going to the, be.
1: The Chiefs did not look good early on. I, I was like, well.
2: Yeah, well, I, I, yeah,
0: they're, they're certainly not themselves. But they're not far I mean, on all cylinders yet. Let's no, that no, no, no. Um and and I'll say this too about about the right side of the offensive line for the Steelers. Um, you know Stephen or excuse me, Stefan Wisniewski is a pretty darn good guy to have there. If if A, you've got to replace David DeCastro, but B, he also will hopefully be able to settle Zach Banner a little bit too. Um, I mean he's a veteran the guy's won multiple Super Bowls. um yeah. knows knows what he's doing. I mean th- there could be far worse guys in that position. So while I am concerned, I, I'm not overly concerned just yet with that Um, and and uh, I know uh, Randy Featner said today that that they fully expect to use Chase Claypool more than they expected they thought he came in in great shape Uh, his his uh, ability to absorb things mentally has been you know very very good so I don't know what that means in terms of snap counts but um, I think it's great that we're going to get a look at him but um, um, you know uh as as far as the giants uh ian what what concerns you about the the new york football giants
2: i would say daniel jones ability to make plays with his feet sort of outside the structure of the offense that Mm -hmm. the steelers have never really defended running quarterbacks very well and jones isn't a a running quarterback in the lamar jackson you know designed runs he's more of a running quarterback in the josh allen style of um you know when something breaks down he's gonna his his eyes come down and he's gonna look to run um I mean, and you can get sacks that way, si- similar to to Russell Wilson in some senses too. He's not nearly as good as Russell Wilson, um, but you know he he will scramble and he will pick right. up some yards. Um, and especially if we're playing man defense, the the interior rush linemen really have to stay true to their rush lanes um, mm-hmm. in order to contain Jones's scrambling ability. And Saquon Barkley, um, you know. He got a little bit of a bad rap coming out of Penn State because a lot of the online Twitter folks don't think running backs are worth much at all. Um, <laughs> there's some discrepancy there, but I, I will say he's a guy who is... He he will have kind of in the fast Willie Parker mode of you know a bunch of two-yard carries mm-hmm. and then a 60-yard touchdown. But that 60-yard touchdown can come any time during the game. Right. Um, so, you know, he is capable of taking it to the house anytime he touches the ball. So, you know, wrapping up and getting him on the ground when you get the chances is, is the big thing. Their defense is terrible. Um, so what I'll say there is the Steelers have to limit their mistakes. Uh, Two years ago, which was Ben's last healthy season, he mm-hmm. led the league with 16 interceptions. Granted, some of those came from trying to force the ball to Antonio Brown, but yeah. nevertheless, he led the league with 16 interceptions. Um, last year, uh, Deontay Johnson fumbled five times, um, which is a little bit concerning. You know, people yeah. are people harp all over Juju. Juju, Juju yeah. only fumbled once last year. Granted, it was at yeah. a huge moment in the game, um but that was also a really good play by marlon humphrey too if, if you it look was. back at that ravens game from last year humphrey tried to make that same uh you know tomahawk chop swat on uh on juju earlier in the game and mm-hmm. he missed and juju took it for a touchdown because he didn't wrap him up he did the same thing in overtime he hit yeah. the ball that time and the ball came out so um you know it's a it's a risk reward kind of play but that was Juju's only fumble. Same with James Conner. Conner only had one fumble last year. Granted, it was against San Francisco at a really Horrible unfortunate thing. time in the game. Um, so, you know, ball security and situational turnovers are things that can, can really be killers for this team. Um, if, they, if they take good care of the ball offensively, uh, yeah. I, I have a really hard time seeing them lose this game. If, if they don't turn the ball over, I, I have a hard time seeing them lose.
0: Yeah, I, I'm with you. Take care of the football and and play just sound defense. Doesn't have to be great defense. Just play sound defense, and I and I think they should come away with a W. Um ben, so one more is... thing, one more thing, yeah, I want
2: to mention that worries me is that Craig Ralstad is the official for the uh, game. Uh, oh yeah. The last time we saw him was in Check New Orleans ass. in 2018. So, um, the and, and the what Giants, happened
1: to that game? Ian, but just go uh, ahead.
2: There was. Arguably one of the worst pass interference no calls, (laughs) um, which became later hilarious when the Saints missed going to the Super Bowl because of a a, a non-called pass interference um, when there was a horrendous one called on us earlier in the season. So uh, that being said... uh, Yes. Something that concerns me though is that the Giants have two very young and very bad offensive tackles. And in a normal game, you would expect TJ Watt and Bud Dupree to just be able to feast on their mm-hmm. on their mm-hmm. offense. So what I fully expect to have happen is there to be a lot of holding and basically that the Giants are gonna dare the refs to call holding penalties on them every play. Yeah. So don't don't be shocked if Watt and Dupree don't have, you know, a, a massive game because they're probably going to get held pretty much every play and it's going to be on the refs to actually throw the flag.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great point. Uh, the officiating is going to be under the microscope big time, um, as it always is, as it always is, but uh, especially in that situation. Um, ben, what do you uh, think Mike Tomlin does with with James Conner this week? I mean, he he basically called him our bell cow, um this week uh which almost makes me wonder if he wasn't just putting that out there to put that out there because i think benny snell's gonna see a few carries and i and i think anthony mcfarland the rookie is gonna get a couple touches too what what do you expect to see out of the running game
1: uh i
2: expect
1: that connor will get the bulk of the carries Mm -hmm. and if he gets hot he will carry the ball well into a game even if it's already decided. Uh mm-hmm. that's just Tomlin's mantra. He, it always he, has been. Yep. And maybe, you know, maybe this will be this year will be different and he'll actually do what he should do and run the guy who should, who could bash the defense late in the game and and give the ball to Benny Snell late. Yeah. But uh yeah, I I'm not expecting anything out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. Um you know, there's a lot of talk about jet sweeps and Running more motion and uh, you know trying to get the defense to commit to to uh, to coverage schemes, but I I think that listen if the Steelers run motion mm-hmm. four times a game this year, that'll be a hundred percent more than they <laughs> ran it last year. Okay, yeah, and yeah. and I'm only slightly exaggerating when I say slightly. It. I'm not. I'm um, not. Kidding. If if the Steelers run motion and misdirection four or five times a game this season, that'll be a hundred percent more often than they ran it last year. So, you know, and in, in 2018 they ran it quite a bit. Ben moved guys around all the damn time because he's Ben and he could, you know, where last year they just they couldn't do it. Um so I'm not gonna credit anyone with that necessarily. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say it's it's smart. It's not until I see what the results are. Uh, but I would expect a little bit of that. Um, and and maybe running the ball between the tackles a little mm-hmm. more this year. Uh, more so, more gap tackling in some inside zone rather than just trying to do what they la- did last year, which was garbage.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I I tend to think that's a big reason why they went with Banner. I think they want to just get behind him and let him just plow people. Um, uh,
1: and and Banner's you know.
0: not an outstanding run blocker. He's he's pretty good. He's not outstanding, right? You I know? I think he's, he's a, just yeah, yeah. He's
1: not David DeCastro. Let me put it that. Oh way. no.
0: No, no. Um, we just have a couple minutes left here, guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a couple of over unders, and and you just give me a quick answer back. Um, and my my first one is uh, over under. And Ian, I'll go to you first. Over under. Ben Roethlisberger touchdowns. I'm gonna put it at 26. Over, over. Ben. Over under. Ben Roethlisberger touchdowns at 26. 26. I'm gonna. Say over, but not by much. Okay. Chase Claypool, rookie wide receiver. Rookie wide receiver, Ian. I'm gonna put his touchdowns over under at four. Ooh. Over, but not by much. Okay, over but not by much. Ben, Chase Claypool over under at four. Yeah,
1: I, I already projected him at five. That's okay. basically that's one touchdown a month plus one more sprinkled in there someplace. And he's gonna be a really good red zone threat. So I
0: see it. Okay. Nope. Fair enough. Uh, let's go Ian over to the defensive side of the ball. TJ Watt over under sacks. 16. Oh, man. Oh, I was hoping you'd
2: say, hoping say 15. <laughs> Me too. Um, <laughs> uh, 16 is tough, man. Uh, yeah. I, I think I think under. Uh, but Not by much, but not under much. slightly. I, I, I had him around 15, 15 and a half. Okay. Ben, same to you. TJ Watt, over under 16.
1: I think that TJ's brother, JJ, saying to him this week uh, when TJ wins three defensive player of the year awards. I'll here.
0: <laughs> was
1: was a slight designed to to motivate his brother. And I, I have a feeling that it, it worked. And yeah. I see him being over that mark this year.
0: Okay. All right. I, I've got one more for you guys, and then we'll get on out of here. Juju Smith Schuster over under yards receiving one thousand. Ian over Ben over. Okay. That's it. You've heard it. You've heard it all here, right here, Steeler nation. So uh, enjoy the game this coming Monday night, and we will have a follow-up um, later that week and, and be sure to cover all those things. Make sure you check out steel dot com and uh, at steel city blitz, or excuse me, at SC blitz on Twitter. And don't forget, high school football fans, make sure you check out Ian's coverage of Whippy Old High School football there as well. Um, and I think that is it, gentlemen. Enjoy the NFL season week one. I can't believe it's here, but I'm very, very excited for it, considering this craptastic 2020 year that we've been through. So uh, for our great sponsor, DeckRoofing.com, this is Steel Dead signing off on the Steel City Blitz Steelers podcast. And, hey, go Steelers. Ravens suck.